this time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Ekev. Pashas Ekev contains eight mitzvos, and within these eight mitzvos, we have some very significant ones. We have in this week's parsha the mitzvah of Birkas Hamazon, grace after meals, which I hope to come back to. We have the mitzvah of Le'ehov Es Hagerim, to love the converts, to fear Hashem. According to the Rambam, and the Chinuch follows the Rambam, to pray daily is a biblical mitzvah. And finally, Le'davek Biyode HaTorah, to literally get close and attach oneself to those who are knowledgeable in Torah, the concept of having a Rebbe. You have as well at the end of Parshas Ekev, not only the second paragraph of the Shema, Im Shemoah, but you have the beautiful description of the relationship of God to the land of Israel, Tomid Enei Hashem constantly are the eyes of God upon the land of Israel. From literally beginning of the year till the end of the year. And our rabbis tell us in a very mystical way that in reality so much of the blessing that we have outside of the land of Israel, including in the Birkas HaMazon, we have four blessings. The first one, according to our rabbis, is and was composed by Moshe Rabbeinu when they were privileged to receive the Mun in the 40 years in the desert, Baruch Hashem, blessed are you God, Hazanas HaKol, who nourishes all. Now, in the second bracha, it is the bracha of Birkas HaOretz, the blessing of the land. And we thank Hashem for Eretz Chemda Tova Urachava, a wonderful, spacious, desirable land. Now I'm telling you, why do we mention the land of Israel if we've eaten a tuna sandwich in New York, New Jersey, or any place else in the world? And one possibility is, as you'll find in the Rashi, at the end of this week's parsha, Rashi asks, does Hashem only care about Eretz Yisrael? But he gives that beautiful analogy. A father wants to give one of his children a treat, but he knows very well that if he gives only that child, the other children will pick on him. The other children, he knows, look what happened to Yosef at Sadiq. And so the father gives all the children. But all the other children don't know it, but they are getting it in the schus, in the merit of that one 
good child that deserves it. The bounty that we receive outside of the land of Israel, we don't realize how much we are getting from the land of Israel as we find at the end of this week's parsha. And hence, I hope that the second bracha of Birkas Amazon can have an additional meaning to us. But I'd like to focus on the four blessings of the Birkas Amazon. And in the second blessing, as we mentioned, we go and speak about the land of Israel. The third bracha of Rachim, we speak about Yerushalayim, and we speak about Zion and the Beis Hamikdash, and finally in the fourth bracha we have that of Hatov Vahmetiv. Now, let's take a peek at this last bracha and ask ourselves why is this bracha a part of Pirkas Hamazon? The very last page in the Gemara Ta'anis tells us that. And this was applicable to this past Monday, which was Tuba'av, one of the many events that are attributed to the 15th day of Av is that after Bar Kokhba was defeated and there was a terrible slaughter of hundreds of thousands of Jews at Betar. The Romans Yamach Shimam for a period of approximately two and a half years did not allow the Jewish community to bury its dead. You could only imagine the potential for disease and terrible um, ill hygiene that could have erupted as a result of this and instead when they were finally given over for burial they instituted a blessing a blessing of Hatov Vametiv God is good Shalom Hisricho the bodies did not decompose the usual terrible stench that accompanies a dead body was simply not there for two and a half years despite the weather conditions and especially in the hot time of the year and Hametiv, God is good, that they were finally given over for Kavura. Now what is this doing in Birkas Amazon? In reality, asks the Meshachachma, it should be in the Shemona Esrei, in the Bracha of Modim, where we say, thank you Hashem for the miracles that you have done for us. Well, Hatov Hametiv would have been very well. Why is it there? So the Meshachachma's take on Birkas Amazon, and I only hope that we listen to this because let's be honest because Amazon as the Chassid Yavitz points out ouch is one of those mitzvos that don't have mazol what does that mean? says the Chassid Yavitz in his Sefer Chazde Hashem some mitzvos like Purim wow be your chametz wow and even our concern for Basav Bacholav that was so careful in our home and when we go out to make sure that it's kosher and that there's that complete and total separation between milk and meat, etc. However, just think, and I raise this point every year because it hurts so much. 
people, rightly so, will invite family, friends for a Shabbos meal. Look at the incredible potential for bringing families together, for Kirov, for Divrei Torah, for Zmiros. How long does a Shabbos meal take? Often time, minimally two hours, if not more. And I ask you, how long does the Birkas HaMazon take? And unfortunately, the answer is, you know as well as I do, much too short. Even when we say it, we don't say it with the proper kavana. There isn't that realization. My goodness, if the Shulchan Aruch tells us that when it comes to Shmona Esrei, a person is to literally, as we find in Orachayim 98, a person should visualize in his mind that he is standing literally before the Shekhinah, and this, while, yes, according to the Shekhinah, we said it's one of the Taryag mitzvahs, according to the Ramban, it's only a rabbinic mitzvah. But Birkas HaMazon, everybody agrees, is a biblical mitzvah, and yet, unfortunately, it gets the short end. And I'll tell you something, I'm not ashamed to say it. Most often I will try to sing the Birkas HaMazon at my Shabbos tables for the purpose of concentrating on each word more slowly and more particularly so that I can have a better understanding of what it is that I am saying. And so the Meshachachma says, do you know what you have in Birkas HaMazon? You're not simply thanking God for the food, but you're thanking Hashem for literally becoming an integral part of His nation. And we start with our nationhood and their experience in the Midbar, in the desert, where for 40 years we were sustained by the Mun. We go to the next step, the next progression. We come into Eretz Yisrael with Yoshua. We go to the next step where we were with David and Shlomo in Yerushalayim and the base of Migdash, and lest one should, God forbid, come to the conclusion that that was the only time that God showed His Hashgacha Pratis, His divine providence on the Jewish people. No! Even in Golos, even when the Jew is outside of the land, and even though this happened in the land of Israel, the blessing of Atova Metiv, the Aruge Betar, those of Betar that were killed, it's certainly in the time of Golos, in the time of exile. Atova Metiv shows us that God is with us even in our exile. And so the Birkas HaMazon is not only thank you Hashem for the nourishment of the food, but thank you Hashem for the special relationship that you had in the past and have with us now and the privilege I have to be part of the Jewish nation. This is one explanation of why Atova Metiv is here. I'd like to share with you another one, an exciting one, brought down in the Sefer Nefesh Aaron, who brings the Tzlach, 
And the Tzlach says as follows. Fascinating question. I ask you, says the Tzlach, why was it necessary to bury the many hundreds of thousands of persons who died at Betar? Wait a second. After all, says the Tzlach, lo hisrichu. The bodies did not decompose. There was no health hygiene threat. Why are they being buried? And his answer is a very perceptive one. His answer is to show that Kavura burial is not only for the purpose of the body, but burial is also for Litovas Hanashama. It's also for the soul of man. Ah, similarly, What's going on with Birkas HaMazon? We just finished a meal. And we're thanking God for the nourishment to our bodies. Comes along the bracha of Hatov HaMetiv and reminds us, wait a minute, it's not just our bodies that are being nourished, it is our neshama as well. It is the soul of the Jew. And this we see very clearly. The Ari points out, and this is brought down by the Mogan Avram in chapter Six in Shochanorach Orachayim. When in Shochanorach Orachayim it's talking about the bracha of Asher Yatsar that the Jew recites after they have visited the bathroom. And listen carefully, they're saying, Thank you, God, for the healthy functioning of my body. But how do we say it? Rofeikol Basar, God, who is the healer of all flesh, umaflila asos, and he performs wonders. What's the wonder? So yes, if you say to me, the wonder is the healthy functioning of the human body, you are correct. I'll be an easy marker this Friday. But I'd like to give it one greater understanding. And that is as follows. The Ramah says in chapter 6 of Orachayim, you want to know what the Pele is, what the wonder? The wonder is, and I quote, Sheshomer Ruach Adam Bikirbo, God literally watches, preserves the spirit of man inside, the kosher, and he binds Dovaruchani, something which is especially spiritual, our soul, Bidavar Gashmi, in something most physical. When we go to the bathroom, we're reminded of our physical nature, and at that same time, we're reminded of the fusion that exists between the body and the soul. And this is therefore the essence of the bracha of Atov HaMetiv to remind us that we have not been nourished only our bodies our souls have been nourished as well. And just as the Gemara tells us at the very end of the third chapter of Yuma on page Lamites Amad Aleph on the Pasuk Vinitamtem Bam the Pasuk says Vinitmesem but it's written without the Aleph and the Gemara teaches us over there that Macholos Asuros if a person unfortunately eats non-kosher food. It is metamtem halev. It unfortunately, literally dulls 
particularly the mind. So the opposite is true. When we eat kosher food, this literally gives us the nourishment as the Ari says based upon this week's parsha, that we should know. It's not by bread alone that man eats from the carbohydrates and the proteins and all that which is found in the food, but rather, as the Torah says, But we are nourished as well by literally that which is contained in the food, the spiritual component. And this especially we should remember when we sit down to Shabbos meals. Tonight, tomorrow, pause for a moment and realize that the mitzvah that we have of Oneg Shabbos, the mitzvah that we have of eating the meals on Shabbos is a way of connecting not just physically but in a most powerful way spiritually as well even through the very food that we eat and therefore I pray that we will appreciate the Birkas HaMazon all the more Shabbat Shalom to all